Hey guys, what's up? Irish Emerald here. Welcome back to another episode. It's been a while. I apologise. All on me as well. But welcome back to another episode of the Core Chat Podcast. And as well, I am joined by the OP Jellicent. What's going on, everyone? I'm the OP Jellicent. And yeah, it's been a minute, but we're back out here. Got a new fresh set of topics. And yeah, mm. should be a good time. It's been a fine fresh minute. You know, just yeah, for sure. It's yeah. been like what a month now. Let's uh, maybe oh, I don't know, but we're back. We're back in estimating, mm-hmm. and we'll be we'll endeavour to make sure that we're a bit more frequent with these with this, especially with all the news that has come in lately. We're not going to be able to get through everything that's gone on since we've last had the podcast, but we're going to be getting through a certain amount of topics, and you can be sure that with the extra topics um, and extra news that have come out over the last little while, we'll be touching on those and ha- and having that discussion with you guys on the podcast as well. Um, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, absolutely. Um, what we're going to go through today, guys, is we're kind of just going to go through what we have normally done in previous episodes where we're going to touch on Smogon a little bit and touch on draft content a little bit. We didn't go around asking for uh, questions from the viewers this time because we want to kind of keep it hush-hush when we're going to be coming back. But um, we will be asking for questions in future episodes and we will be, again, touching on other stuff um, like Pokemon news that have come out and the impact or potential impact that that will have on um, competitive Pokemon in general. So we're just going to dive right into it. We've got a big meaty um, podcast for you guys this week. Um, we'll probably start off with Smogon because Smog- uh, A, that's traditionally what we do, but B, it's generally kind of the more, it's going to be probably the more lighter topic before yeah, we get really sure. into the uh, drafty kind of stuff. The draft content, yeah. Absolutely. So, all right, so you want to dive right into the OU Blitz discussion? Then? Yeah, we'll dive right into OU Blitz. If you guys haven't checked out OU Blitz yet, definitely go do so over on the showdown. But it's basically OU, but it's been confined in a much more... like The timer The timer on it is just more constrained, so that it forces you to stop having to... Um, it forces you to stop like calculating and all that kind of good stuff. It forces you to make more split-second decisions. And, it, and like obviously, a couple of... New, new nuances to it as well kind of stops stall from being as prevalent because with stall you're, if you force your opponent into a, a, tight, a matchup he doesn't have as much time to think he's going to make a mistake and of course stall has to be played perfectly for it to be executed quite well yeah, I was really surprised about the playstyle shifts you could see from just the timer. Like, there's so many irrelevant playstyles. Balance is impossible to use in Blitz. Mm. It's really either hyper offense, like a rain, or you have to go full out stall. That's really it. Yeah, and but even then, if you go full out stall though, like one mistake, you're screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. I mean, either way, one mistake by the opponent. If they let their breaker get toxic, they're also screwed. So yeah, it's, it can go either way. It can go either way. I think, and I think the great thing about it is like if it's it if it is ho versus stall and the fact that it is the time is so constrained that if you if the if you're the guy using hyper offense if you don't recognize within like the first minute because it's 30 seconds per turn uh, or 30 second timer between deciding your turn or your move like if you don't yeah. know in the first minute what i need what my breaker is i think you're, you're essentially you're screwed. oh yeah you're done yeah like, you, i mean it's usually pretty obvious like you're either gonna have a really big range sweeper or like a hoop on bound but yeah. if that thing gets on a timer or you let that thing get thunder waved obviously not in the case of swampert you're still gonna be completely messed up mm, yeah 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 definitely but it's kind of weird the fact that it's it, it focused like it got the other two those two playstyles to be really prevalent you know i would have thought like maybe i was when i first heard of it i thought balance would be quite nice here because of how hyper offense and how stall really rely on the um the user to actually know what they're doing and be able to make the right decision at the right time because one mistake and they're screwed. But mm-hmm. uh, so I was really thinking, all right, this really this this style should suit balance perfectly because 
you know, balance is able to kind of deal with this time constraint as a lot more easier because a mistake by a balanced team is not as costly as a mistake done with a stall or a hyper offense team. Yeah, you can always make it up just because you have multiple pivots, but you still have a good amount of offense to sort of fall back on if you mess up with your bulk. Yeah. However, it just doesn't work out that way. Balance is just not the key to blitz. What 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 do you think is the uh, reason behind that? I don't know. I feel like just the combination of offense and uh, the bulk just doesn't work out. Either you let your offense go down too early by mistake, and then you just have no way to break through the opponents, even if they're offensive. And you either let your bulk go down too early, and then your entire backbone is just shattered, and you get overwhelmed by speed control. And I think that's really where the balance aspect falls back in the blitz format. Do you, would you say that... Because like, I find it so strange that it just doesn't work, right? Because for mm-hmm. me, like it should be tailor made for this format. So, like in yeah, it, in my opinion, I just think that it's just bad players. Like it's bad play that's causing balance. I don't to necessarily think it's a bad play. Like I've seen okay players try to get balance to work on the blitz ladder. In fact, I was just watching a streamer who is definitely a very good OU tournament player actually just completely get screwed over with balance on the blitz ladder. I really think it's just the combination of Pokemon that don't work out. I don't think Toxpex is good on a balanced team when you have 10 seconds per turn. Mm-hmm. I really don't think Celesteela, you're going to let it get knocked. You're going to let it get you turned on over and over again. It's just not going to work out. All right, okay. All right, I just find, I, I, I just, I just can't wrap my head around it. it, just, does it yeah, just it me? looks like it would work on paper every time. Yeah. It, it just doesn't. Yeah, I just, I just can't wrap my head around it. I just think it's weird. I'm like, just, how does this not work? I'm just like, there has to be, there has to be some, there has to be something with it. I just find it so strange. Yeah. So so strange, but how how much got you've done a bit of laddering on all your bits? Uh, how uh, how much success success have you gotten? Well, I just use like cheese playstyles. I loaded up Mency Rain immediately when the ladder came out. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up reaching like top five hundred when there was not even five hundred people on the ladder yet. So you know there was that, but I also think that I don't know. It's really hard to find games now, from what I've noticed. Like when you get above the thirteen hundreds, it sometimes takes like over three minutes. It's really unfortunate how the ladder just toned down so quickly, but I guess it's cool to you know see a smaller community forming there. Well, I suppose like if you take out offense, balance, defensive playstyles, and it's just littered with stall and hyper offensive players, like there are the more kind of niche styles. Mm-hmm, so if yeah. you take if you take out if the three main styles of play, right, that that's uh, that's just the way I grade it when, in my mind. But if you take out three of the main styles of play. And they're the three more popular ones. Then, you like the the amount of people who would be on that ladder would be massively reduced, really diminished. Yeah, and, you know, so like you only have the two extremes for playstyles, and you have full stall or full hyper offense. Yeah. That's pretty much what it's become. Yeah, and like you know, no, there's not too many people that can do that either do full stall or full uh, hyper offense. And you know, if you are one of those guys, you need to you need to you need to, you need to change up your style, man. You need to change up your style. <laughs> Hey, hyper offense is cool. Change up your stall. Learn how to play the game, guys. <laughs> oh god, right. But let's let's hope that all your blitz is here to stay and uh stall players continue to play on it and leave the rest of us to actually enjoy the game. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah. I've actually I've actually surprisingly seen that correlation. Less stall on the normal ladder. Which, I mean it's still OLT, but like it's really big on down. Yeah, which is you know, I'll we'll take that <laughs> we'll take that like yeah. as regular players we, like, we don't want to be dealing with that nonsense we're just like yeah no thank you you know we'll just kick exits you know we'll take the we'll take the ladder hit um 
Would you like to see this in like UU, RU, any anything else, or do you think what we've gotten is just fine? right now i feel like what we've got is just fun i really don't see it being too prevalent in the lower tiers to be honest like those tiers don't even get that, that many games in the normal tiers at certain times to begin with mm -hmm. i don't see the blitz really taking off there at all yeah yeah i i agree i think if it was like in Aorus, this would have been massive for you but i think now no i think like it was it, this is this is nice it's fun but i don't see it being yeah implemented anywhere else down further down that i think it's just it's it's sitting nice and pretty where it's at right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't I don't see it expanding at all. Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. Not at the moment. But it's been all good. Right, so, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah, it's been a lot of fun for sure, especially early on. I love the first like couple days of that ladder being out. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Top five hundred instantly. Oh, who doesn't love this? Like this, the dream. The dream. <laughs> hey, it's the rain. We don't count that. <laughs> if I load up a uh, rain team, like doesn't count. You know. Are you saying that everyone else who uses a rain team on the ladder then should not count? Like they should just be removed, just stricken. And you're like, nah, you're using rain. You're just no, not necessarily. I mean, if you're using rain just to get past a low ladder, it's it's whatever, right? You can still do it with any other team. Rain just happens to be the fastest way to do it. But once you get up the high ladder, if you're just continuing to use rain and not really wanting to try, then it's a little shady there. I think it's a little bit dodgy. A little bit dodgy. Yeah. What happened to Sand? Sand was great crack, great fun. Sand fell off. I mean, like, Excadrill is just... I think Excadrill is terrible now. Ah, it's just that... Ah, like, offensive lander is teach exit. That's the bad part. You don't ah, even need defensive lando oh, anymore. Look, you just bring it in. Sword stats. Z, Stone Age. Bye-bye. Z, Iron Head, yeah. Well, whatever. Just bye-bye. Yeah, I there guess we go. so. Yeah. There you go. Bring it, guys. Just do it. Somebody, somebody, if somebody's out there listening to this, right... Show me a replay of that happening, and I what's called I'll just give you a shout out. That's that's my hey. ask for the the listeners today. I want I what's called tweet me. At don't Ayo expose Temple. me, guys. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Right, we'll move on to our next right. Smogon topic. We we don't have too. We're not dipping in too much in the Smogon. We will be doing that in um I say the next few podcasts. But the other big thing, probably the more hot topic, uh, OP, you'd be well able to talk more about this than yeah. I have. Uh, is the uh, OLC tournament that is being run at the moment. Do you want to dive into this one? Yeah, sure. So I actually had a discussion about this in one of my showdown lives earlier, but I really think the official ladder tournament, for those of you who don't know, it's pretty much just a ladder tourney where you create a new fresh alt, and at the end of the, I guess, uh, segment or cycle, the top eight players on the ladder who have that tag in their username get qualified for the official ladder tournament playoffs. And I'm pretty sure there's four cycles, but... The tournament has just felt so, I guess, not even stale. It's just kind of ruined the ladder this year. There's so many players who are using invite-only and then using draws just to easily gain ELO. The amount of stall, even though Blitz has been a thing, the amount of stall and just really brain-dead playstyles have gone up so much this time on the ladder. A lot of people are really hating just the fact that it's kind of done this. And I really think that they should create another ladder just for this tournament or just don't host it again. That's really what seems to be the consensus in the community right now. But I don't know how much experience you have on the OLT ladder, Irish. But what do you think about all of this? I think I like. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the um the, the downside to it. Like you know, I like for me, like I can see what they were doing on their side. Like they want whoever. Like they're like what they were trying to do is they're trying to get whoever is registers for the tournament to actually be the top OU players that they could possibly get 
So they force people onto the OU ladder with that odd, and then they're able to trace down through and see what's going on. So I totally get what they're going on with there. But the invite only stuff, I'm still kind of a bit baffled as to what's what's going on there. I'm a bit baffled yeah. as to why stall is being used so much. I'm like, but I'm always going to be baffled by that. But I would have thought that, you know, if you're an OU player and you've had like you registered for this tournament, you would have gone with the style that you're most proficient in. And I find it very hard to think that most very proficient OU players all play stall as much as as we've seen. So I find it a bit odd there. But um, the invite only stuff, I'm totally perplexed about that. What what's going on with there? So pretty much, uh, the timing was kind of bad with this. So a couple of weeks ago, maybe like three or four weeks, they released this the new king thing called the draws for Pokemon Showdown, where say you find an opponent who's um, lower on the ladder than you, mm. but you don't have a good matchup, you can offer a draw, and if they accept it, then you pretty much lose yes. a few points, a lot less points than you normally would, and yeah. they gain a few. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to abuse that, as you would imagine. You just set invite only, so nobody knows what you're doing. Yeah. As you're on your next game, you just offer a draw and free points. There you go. Yeah, I get you there. I get you. And then you'll eventually climb up because you'll have your alt and this new alt, and just yeah, scale up fairly quickly then, uh, to, uh, where you're not up against the low ladder, and then it's not just your actual score; it's your ELO as well, and your ELO actually gets bumped up while you're doing it, and it's not the case where you've built a team and you've suffered 10 losses trying to climb the ladder because you're trying to fi- fix the team constantly. It's the case where, oh, I've just got mid-ladder. and Yeah, it's I gotten to the point where, like, the best players, the top OU players are not even at the top of the ladder anymore because you can just cheese your way to the top like this. It's pretty dumb. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, no, I, that's, definitely, that's definitely a bit murky there now. I'm a bit surprised that they added, like, that like the draw feature like the draw like, yeah yeah like i can get the idea i can get the principle behind it but like like if they're going to have a tournament on like this they probably yeah they should have they should have just disabled that that's definitely yeah that's definitely like you know no good but you you you're of the belief that they should have a totally different ladder for this tournament ladder yeah like they used to do like other ladders for suspect tests suspect yeah. tests are fine right like yeah around those a normal ladder but when tournaments are just shifting the meta so much like you cannot go more than two games now without seeing like reuniclus toxvex t-spikes stall it's really dumb but i really think they need like just another whole ladder for this it would be so convenient and actually make the the normal ladder more enjoyable would, would you say that that because it's on the oyo ladder like i don't know too much into it but because it's on the oyo ladder that we're like we're seeing like reuniclus right you you man um again way more usage on the OU ladder. Like would you say that because of this tournament we could see Reuniclus being bumped up to OU through usage, but That's it's not true. but it's not because of you know it actually fitting in to like OU well like like it does it does work in OU but it's it, it the usage is from this tournament, not from you know, a gap that we saw in OU in the OU meta that someone had spotted and all of a sudden everyone was using it. It was just the case where the tournament, the OLC has shifted the meta. So like not it's not just Unicus, there would be other Pokemon that would get a bump in usage for this period of time and that would then have a knock on effect, say in one's time where the tiers get shifted around and you're gonna have all this you know, all, like you're gonna have bonds being bumped up to OU that you know maybe wouldn't have gone. Normally aren't OLC. Yeah. So, like I don't like is that going to happen? 
or I could see in the August tier changes, I could definitely see Reuniclus going up. However, I wouldn't be surprised if in the first few days it immediately gets bumped down again because the usage just spirals down once the tournament is over. I'm not quite sure how many cycles they're through that though, so it may take all the way until September yeah. for the tier changes to really settle down and see where things end up. Oh. But I would not be surprised if Reuniclus is in OU for like over a month if the cycles don't stop anytime soon. Well, you, yeah, I suppose like it'd be there, but I suppose like talk about messing up the meta just like at the, like towards the tail end of you know you know this gen like you know it's a bit crazy, but um, mm -hmm. I suppose it keeps it somewhat fresh. Yeah. Somewhat fresh. I don't know. I've been I've been enjoying my banded hoop on the ladder right now, man. You see so much Megalatias, Toxapex, and Uniclus. It's just a fun time clicking Hyperspace Fury. Hyperspace Fury is like bye bye guys. Yeah. Boop, gone. Mm -hmm. We're just going to see everyone use banded you know hooper now. Yeah, like, darks are really good in the meta right oh, now. Yeah. I would definitely spam those. Get a Weavile in your team. Get a Mega Tyranitar in your team. Yeah, you will have success. You will have good fun. Good fun. I was I was what's called? I was wanted to use Mega Pinsir, but okay Ooh, nah. Nah. <laughs> i mean the sd breaker could be good right now that's really all i could do <laughs> oh i should just wait until you want to see it's over and actually have fun then <laughs> yeah I, I would wait until september to give that a shot right like a plus zone. <laughs> perfect perfect yeah th thanks guys for ruining ruining yeah. my good times you know we appreciate it we, we appreciate but it. i think do you want to end the smoke on discussion there man i think we will i think we will that's kind all of right. what we had uh wanted to cover today and as we said earlier on we'll be touching on more smoke on stuff uh in the coming podcast with all the the latest pokemon news that we come out with and how that's going to affect our beloved uh, our beloved smoke on um shenanigans there um so what we'll do guys we're going to move on to draft leagues um like what we normally do loads of stuff that's happened since we've last come knocking around yeah, lots of stuff to talk about lots of stuff and uh, i think we'll we'll just dive straight into it we'll just talk about the gba and in particular the gba finals that just happened um mm -hmm. if you haven't checked it out guys definitely go do so it was between leo and randy uh, yeah we will be spoiling it so yeah. definitely go check out the match if you want more insight but this, yeah yeah this is your warning right so if you give out to us then screw you 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 messed up <laughs> <laughs> but uh gba finals happened it was uh leo versus randy close tight insane match um i i was watching from leo's perspective i thought leo was like in control for the vast majority of the game yeah. he, he had, had all the momentum he was he, always up a pokemon oh, until that yeah. very last turn constantly constantly up and then it was just the slightest roll at the very end like you know just did him in and all of a sudden randy uh, got the two uh got two uh, one up was able to manage to eventually pick him off win the game and Randy is your new GBA champion. Um, insane yeah. match. I was it was so match to watch, and that's why, as a neutral, that's what we really want. We really want we want to come down to the smallest of margins. It was a roll at the very end of the of the battle, um, as, and it was you know as close as it could possibly be. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that? Uh, anyways, Jelly. I don't know. I think the odds on Leo's side were just really sad. First of all, that Porygon 2 that lived the uh, ground name Z at the end, which is mm -hmm. the only reason he got the Ice Beam off, would not have even killed the Garchomp if he didn't get the special attack raise from Download. Now, mm. I'm not completely sure how Download works. Is it based off your higher stat, or is it completely random? Do you know? No, it's based off your higher stat. So it's all right, so it's if you random. always got the special attack raise, then yeah. I guess the roll was more like what? Like I think it was 30% chance to 
live on the mm. P2. Yeah. And that earthquake should have nearly always killed. So mm. that was sad. Now, I do give credit to Randy for still preserving his win con and going off those odds. The Scarfy Veltal yeah. really being able to clutch it out with the Oblivion Wing against the Mars Shadow. Yeah. That really helped him out late game. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, that was definitely huge. And, uh, but, and I, obviously the fact that you know, Leo couldn't find a way to kind of chip down and break through Yvette Hall was huge for it was huge for Randy because Randy always had that in the, in the back which was insane um I thought the uh, the hacks against Darkright was really tough where he got uh, where Roseway goes for the uh, sludge bomb and it was Darkright yeah it lives on like red and gets poisoned right gets poisoned gets down I thought that was extremely unlucky I like if had Darkright been knocking around you could have argued that you know, Darkrai would have been able to come in at any point as either fodder or, you know, late game, he would have been able to pick off that. Uh, would, would, he would have been able to get the necessary chip on Porygon to be able to, yeah. or Garachon to be able to kind of come in, finish it off then with the Z-move rather than having to um, over-predict or worry about a role. So it's kind of, I definitely thought that was a bit unlucky on Leo's side of it, especially with how perfectly he had played the game up until that point. He was... Not he was playing phenomenally well, but Randy just held out onto the very, very last to pick up the W. Mm-hmm. It's funny that I was actually talking about this with somebody else, but uh, no shade to Randy, of course, but just the, the manner in which he made GBA finals and won the title just kind of amused me. In round one, he completely robbed Danza of the win, right? Mm-hmm. Then uh, round two against Jolt, Jolt just completely chokes at the end, does an mm-hmm. awkward mock punch, and he ends up moving on to the finals, and then round three, he just gets a roll in his favor, and yeah. there is how you win a title, right, guys? There yeah. guys. Look, you know, it's you know, it's it's skill and luck when it really comes down to it. Like Randy had enough skill mm-hmm. to know that he had to keep Yvette on the back the whole time, and mm-hmm. you know, eventually, you know, he got the luck on his favor and he got the rub of the green, and he picked up the W, you know. Which is absolutely... Yeah, I think you definitely have a good point right there. It's it's skill to know when you should go for the odds versus mm. when you should try to preserve win conditions. Like, sometimes you just got to say, okay, I can win with this roll, let's go for it because of the positioning you're in right there. Yeah, exactly. And he was in a tough position constantly mm-hmm. throughout the game. Like, I, like, Leo was just on form, he was on fire and it was just the smallest little things just at the very end just didn't quite go his way and it was really unfortunate for Leo's sake. Um, for him to do it, but I was uh, I was delighted to see Randy and Leo in the finals. Because yeah, that's an OG finals matchup, right? They were also in the D League finals all the way back in season three, I think. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that they were struggling to actually break into the main league for so long because of you know how flushed out the main league roster was, even though you you would argue those two deserve a spot, and finally yeah. for them to get their chance this season and for them to make the finals, I thought that was a huge, I like. I, I thought it was huge because you kind of get to see like you know we've all been crying out saying Leo was good enough for this like you should give him a chance like I'm, no shade on Randy he was the exact same scenario but yeah. we were all kind of saying these guys deserve a shout like you know and, over other players and eventually they got the chance they made finals they gave us in a seriously entertaining finals match you know and any talk of um, you know bringing in old coaches I think you have to you know, like whoever Whoever is gone, it shouldn't be those two. Anyways, they made finals. They should definitely be a lock for the next GBA season because they were, they like they like they were phenomenal. Yeah, even if they were, I'm pretty sure Randy was added as a temporary coach for this season. But if he doesn't get that reinvite to defend that yeah. title, that would be disappointing. That, that would be no, that would be shocking. And I think wasn't Leo um, a temp? Oh like uh, no, Leo coach? was a perm. He definitely he got promoted. He uh, got promoted. That's yeah. good. No, that's good. I was delighted. Um, the, see... the temps, I believe, were sorry. What? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say the temps, I believe, it was just Randy, Goldoa, and I think Danza. Those were the only three who were just filling in for this season. But mm. I wouldn't be surprised if at least Danza and Randy, I think, deserve the, the chance to try again. Oh, Randy. Randy, absolutely. Like, you, you can't yeah. just have him just not being re-invited after him being the champ. Like, that's just... Forget, yeah, about, that would forget, be about, your, forget about your credibility then, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, Denzel would have taken down this champion round one in the playoffs had he not gotten robbed. So I really think he deserves it as well, despite his, mm. I guess, rougher regular season at five and five. It's still okay. It's 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 okay. I I it's hard to make the argument to say you should be, you should come in if you're five and five. Now, had he been, you know, six and four, seven and three, way different yeah. argument. Then five and five sneaks in the playoffs. He was robbed, but at the same time, you know. He wasn't he, like he was. He was just middle of the road. Like you know, he didn't stand out in the uh, overall. Whereas mm-hmm. the two, the two other guys, like Randy, made finals. I think Randy has yeah. to get a look in. There's no doubt about it. Randy was the top seed in going in. He was nine and one first yeah. seed in the great. entire league. That was great. And, uh, and the fact that everyone said, "Oh, sure, he he, he got the, he won it by luck, man." He was just. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, his playoff run, he did. Like, there, there's no way around. He, he was nine and one in the regular season. Come yeah, on. Yeah, position he got there, like. Was, I, he, I think he deserved it anyway. Yeah, That's you know, really the big idea. You know, if it, like anyone can play, you're like, come on, nine and one, get the guy a break. Yeah. like you know, no, that as you're just being cruel, you're being cynical. <laughs> you're being cynical pricks in here, like you know, if you don't, don't believe know. that. Even though he was he was lucky, but he deserved it because of how good he yeah. was in the regular season. But a great match. Um, I, I felt bad for Leo. You could tell he was good. Yeah, in his he head, sounded he, so sad at the end of that. Yeah, you could you could tell like it had all played out brilliantly you know and um, yeah and to have it all come down to that i mean I, he has plenty of titles under his belt but i'm sure he wanted to take this one really badly oh yeah i say so I, but sure, this is probably the one he wanted the most you know yeah for sure like, like he wanted to secure the rematch right here make sure he wins the gba title especially after getting promoted promoted yeah. after so long yeah. yeah like i'd say out of all the leagues he's been doing like i'd say this was the one he was like i want this above anything else and just to come so close and I played so perfectly. Mm-hmm. I can understand him being absolutely devastated over it. I, I, I'd be salty. Yeah. I would. I'd be salty at that. I would just be saying, yeah. "Congratulations, well done, GG." Get off my computer now. I, just, I need to get out of this room. <laughs> that's, that's not what's going on in the back of your head when you're saying that. Oh yeah, you're just sickened. Absolutely sickened. You know, mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, I don't want to spoil it for you, buddy. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> yep. Brilliant, brilliant. But if you guys haven't checked out that match. Definitely do so. It was, uh, yeah, for sure. Really, really worth watching. I would definitely... Don't skip to the end. Don't skip to the hype moment. Just no, watch it all the way through. The whole, and you'll really... Yeah, no, definitely. Just throughout the whole game, it was a phenomenal match. You know, like, hard calls were constantly there. Um, you know, it was really, really good. Definitely worth watching, you guys. For sure. Right. Uh, moving on from the GBA. And, as, and the GBA season closing. That We're probably not going to see GBA now until January. Sorry to yeah, it's Jenny. No way. Yeah, well, yeah, no way. And even then, we might not even see it at that point until folks learn how to gen on the Switch. So, you know, it yeah, could be, it could sure, be a while sure. before we see the GBA fully back in action. Um, First time we tried to see GBA on the Switch, that did not go well. They did not know how to gen for that. So, no. no. Exactly. So, I think they'll yeah. I think they'll wait until they know like, they can reliably gen on the Switch, and then the GBA yeah. will be back up and running. In that, mm-hmm. in a new, in a brand new, fresh format, which we'll go through in a future podcast, you guys. We won't, um, won't dive yeah, into that sure. today. Um, 
Right. Um, in uh, what's called while the GBA and all that was going on, we had the UBL as well, uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, league that's uh, well near and dear to my heart. Um, and oh, Jelly is currently in it as well. Um, I'm currently playing there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's called rep- representing, representing, representing. I'm out here. I'm still first seed. Still first seed, which is which is you know, I'm, I'm loving you, man. You're you know representing us first seed. You know. Yeah. Seed, actually, seed I think all. I'm tied for first seed. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, look, we'll just say you're first and yes. leave it at that, leave it at that. What have you, we, we don't have to... Uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, we don't have to consider Dr. Slack and get him out of here. I'm first. Oh, no, right don't, mind, don't mind him. No, don't mind him. Don't mind him. He, he's just, he's lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just been lucky. But, lucky um, and bad. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He, he destroyed me. Oh. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, look, look, you know, you were just, you were just shadow boxing. You know, mm-hmm. you were just like kind of hinting as like, oh, I might be doing this later in playoffs, might be doing that later in playoffs. You know, just kind of tease him a little bit. He he went all gun ho against you. You were just kind of mm-hmm. like, that, that Sharpedo got me. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was his prime best win condition against me. So yeah, and now you're, you're like, like you know, again. he's blowing his load early. Like you know, it's you've you've got all, you've got all this in the back. You know, it's just, you know you take you take those out sometimes. I brought a Z Sunny Day Crowbat. You already know that's not coming to a playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it, love it, love it. But um, but yeah, regarding the other matches, uh, any of any of them you had in mind, man? I have been. I just got. Um, I took a break for a while because um, it was a bit it was a bit heartbreaking. Uh, <laughs> when I yeah. when I, when I stepped away from it, so um, I I couldn't I couldn't I can't even watch my old team. If I'm being perfectly honest, yeah. I can't even watch my old team. I'm just like, no, I can't do it. I can't I can't do it to myself. Um, who took over for you again? Was it Dietite or uh... Diet? Yeah, Diet took over for me. Uh, may changes instantly. Um, yeah, it's it's you know I'm just like it's not my team anymore. I'm just you know yeah don't care. I can't I can't watch it. I just can't watch it. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm too I'm too emotionally invested in it. <laughs> but I know for a fact you've been checking out Frosted's matches, and I've really been entertained by those as well. I've been watching Frosted. Uh, I've um and I've watched Sky and I've watched a little bit of Vepsis. Great to see Vepsis yeah. doing so well this season after making a step up from the D League. Uh, yeah. Five and two, twenty-three overall. Dev still killing it, which is absolutely insane. Um, so definitely more than had merited his promotion from the D League in the UBL this season. He's absolutely tearing oh, us yeah. under two teams. Um, Funny thing is, if I didn't rob him in week number two, he would be six and one right now, and I would be the five and two team. You, and we'd man, be right you, man, you didn't rob it. You just brought the W home. That's all. <laughs> I got hacks as a win con. I outplayed him. That's what happened. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, if he doesn't account for hacks, you know, then <laughs> don't worry about him. But uh, I think it's crazy the fact that um, he his diff is being twenty three, and the next closest to him is ten. Is and that's the six and one team. Yeah, it's, yeah, the two six and one teams and the two other five and uh, or two other five and two teams are, are ten diff, and he's sitting there twenty three diff overall. Crazy stuff, like absolutely crazy stuff. Yeah, who has he been six owing? Let me check out his schedule. That's insane. Oh, I have it pulled up right here. So he has five owed the Minioras. He's six owed Sky. He's uh, a Sky Rounder. He's six owed Serene Grace. He's six owed uh, the Trubbish. The Trubbish yeah. is definitely yeah. You know. And so, five owing ultra player. That's that's insane. Right yeah, himself. Like he like he just went off on one the last three weeks. He just went off on one. Absolutely off yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But he's bounced back really well because he started off um one and th- one and two uh after three weeks. 
and he's bounced back really well. Four wins back to back to back. Um, yeah. So he's looking really, really nice. Really, really nice. Yeah, um, looking at the rest of his schedule, I wouldn't be surprised if he won out from here. I, no shade to anybody, but I really think he's a stronger player than anybody left on his schedule. You don't think that Slacking or CJ in weeks I don't see CJ as the reigning champion at all, but I, I really think Vepsis is just a lot more consistent. Five-time draft league champion. And I've seen firsthand how good he is. He nearly got me good, but I just robbed him with the freeze. You, But you don't think that neither of those two could sneak a, a W against him? I, I don't know. I'm not going to... I can't really nail it down yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if they if they have no chance. So what percentage, right, would, would you Ooh, give Prefsis a, like a 75% chance of winning out from here and ending the season? I would say, yeah, 75, even upwards to 80, I would definitely give it a 80%, there. really? Yeah. Wow, okay, all right. Like, this is not an easy last three weeks, don't get me wrong, but... 80%? I mean, look at, Wow, I'm, just, I'm stunned. Sorry, man. I'm what, what would you say? What, what are your odds? I'd say uh, I love Root, but I'd say Vepsis would beat Root. Uh, okay. Because uh, what's it called? Because Root is struggling at the moment, and if Root is going into week nine and he's kind of already on the out of playoffs, he'll be focused on his other leagues, and I think he yeah. won't be a hundred percent. Won't be up. as invested. Yeah, he won't be as invested. So he'll. I think that. I think he'll have Root there. I think. I definitely think he, you know, stacking would give him a serious game, and I think. All right. I think CJ. I I, I, think I don't know. C- CJ's been lacking this season, from what I've realized. You don't. Yeah, three and four is not great. Not great now. It's not mm, great by but, CJ at all. Uh, I would have assumed he would have been better. Especially uh, reigning champion, all you want to you want to defend that title, right? But yeah, you know, I know, you know, I would have thought he would have been. Much better. Now, what has CJ got on? I know we're definitely... We're diving into the more guts of this, guys. I apologise. You know, yeah. We, we, will, we will get into other, uh, what's called other leagues after this. But he has... What, he's lost to Hera. Lost to... Diet. Uh, yeah, he... Yeah, Diet. Yeah, Diet yeah, Di- yeah, Di- was in at that point. That wasn't against yeah. me. Yeah. That was, yeah. Um, lost to Joyce Specs and lost to Frosted, which I don't know if... if they, he forfeited to Frosted because there's no replay. But yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. either. I haven't, I haven't been able to check it out. But a couple of big L's there. I would, I would have liked to see him versus Frosted actually. Uh, hopefully that is a game that you know I, I haven't been able to properly look at it. Um, but I'm a bit surprised. I definitely would do think Stacking though can get the win against them. And I yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I really am surprised he got. I don't know. There's some players I'm really surprised he lost to, especially the choice specs. Frosted somewhat. I could definitely think they're somewhat evenly matched, but mm. I think CJ really had the upper hand. I think, uh, yeah, I'm a bit surprised. I would have thought he would have been in Diet. Yeah. Um, especially, was Diet, did Diet have the transactions out that week? Do you know? Or I, did he, I, was he using your team? I don't know. I think he was using my team. Yeah. I, he may have been using okay, my yes. team. I don't, if he was using my team, why does he make changes? He wins four yeah. and he's making changes. What? What are you doing, man? <laughs> Come on! Yeah. Uh, but regarding CJ's uh, rest of his schedule, I could see week nine, weeks 9 and 10, he has a really tough time. I, I really think I'm confident he's going to beat Silver Beanie. Yeah, I don't I think I have any so. doubts there. I would assume he would beat Silver Beanie. That would put him 4 and 4. He would have to have to go... Win both. He'd have to win... Yeah, he'd have to win both. Um, I think if... Slack because he's finished in slacking week nine, Vepsis week ten. I think if slacking loses 
against Vepsis, I think Slacking in his mind will now know that okay, unless, unless yourself Jelly loses, yeah, he's he doesn't have the number one seed, so it'll be the case of just keeping himself motivated to chase after the second seed, but he won't catch Vepsis because Vepsis will have a massive diff, so infinitely be, higher differential. Yeah, yeah, so I think in his mind he'd be like, okay, just keep third seed, and he might not, yeah. he, he might, and he'll have playoff secured, so he'd be kind of thinking to himself, well, as long as I don't get. Eight seed or seven seed because I don't want to because I can avoid Jelly and Vepsis then I'm and I have playoff secured I can just kind of joke around a little bit don't have to bring it the serious heat or a serious sets anymore and just go from there like mm-hmm. so it'd be hard it'd be interesting to see how serious that game would take that game so he could pick up he could pick up a couple of wins and all of a sudden stages back into it it'd be interesting. Yeah, for sure. Regarding the playoffs, actually, speaking of that, I'm really hoping that I get somebody who I did not battle in the regular season because, I, I don't know, it's not that I'm bad at rematches, but I really like to show off my best techs, especially if we battled early on in the season. Mm-hmm. I'm actually battling Ultra Player today, but I'm not bringing anything good for that. I'm just bringing a B team. and <laughs> The B squad's I'm gonna roll out. With it. <laughs> yeah, I know for a fact if, if I win a game, I'm still going to end up battling Ultra Player in the playoffs, so that'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Yeah, I get you. It could be a potential... Um, it'd be, yeah. it's hard. It's hard to tell because you're probably going to either get the first or second seed at, at this rate. So you mm, could. I don't know. You never know. You already, uh, Frost is currently sitting in the eighth seed. Otto is currently sitting in the seventh seed. Seventh, yeah. You know, I think. I think it really just comes down to whether Doctor Slacking and Vepsis can continue beating those lower end players who are pretty much locked out at this point. Mm, I think so. It'd be very interesting to see, but. It, that four seed, I don't know who's gonna. I don't know who's gonna sneak into that four, uh, that eight or seven seed, for you. Should be interesting though. It should be yeah, interesting for sure. as the season, um, as the season comes to a close. Uh, has there been any kind of shocks for you, um, this season? Shocks for me this season. I was really surprised that just Goldoa as a whole is not doing better. Like I know Goldoa, he's had his inconsistent seasons before, but I really thought he would excel considering his draft, but. I mean, three and four is definitely not cutting it right now. No, it's not. It's not. Not one bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's struggling. And he's three and four, my, uh, zero diff. So he can bounce back. But yeah. You know, Especially got... looking at his remaining schedule. I, I really think he has a good shot. But His remaining schedule. <sighs> yeah. Uh, he's got Sky, which Sky is good for sure. He definitely, he made D-League finals, right? He made D-League. He's D-League champion. Oh yeah, that's true. He yeah. he took Vepsis in finals. He did, I recall. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Didn't he do that with a lock? Let's not talk about how, and we'll talk about he. Never just say he did. He won. He, he's won. Right. Yeah, then, I, I can see Goldoa toppling over Silver, and then I don't even know how much Hera is carrying at this point. So there is that. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how what's going on with Hera. Like he's five and two, so yeah. I think he kind of knows he's safe. It'd be interesting to see how he's get, uh, keep how he keeps motivated uh, at that point in the season. He could definitely sneak back into it. I think Sky. Um, I think Sky's still motivated though, because he's coming. He's replaced the coach. Even though he's two and five, he probably thinks I can't get playoffs. But I think in his own mind, he'll want to be putting on a good show, so that mm, yeah, for he, sure. Because like obviously, we went with Vepsis as the only D League player that we promoted, and for Sky to come in mid season, I think he's probably in his mind thinking I was D League champion. I should be kind of. Being able to sit in my stall and say that I'm I'm as good, if not better, than these other coaches. Seems our Vepsis is killing it, so screw the. Yeah, he's got to hold. He's got to hold his own if he wants to make a statement. That's for sure. Yeah, so I don't. I expect Sky to kind of keep doing it, especially when he came in and he immediately got six old by Vepsis. Like that was. Oh yeah. Woo, woo, tough. That was tough. 
That was yikes, yeah. Yeah, the big yikes. So it's not a... I mean, he's picked up a couple wins going forward right now, so we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. But um, is there any match coming up next week that you reckon should be, what's called, is kind of like the big one? The notable one? I don't know. Let me look at the, the schedule right here. Here we go. Week this We're going into week eight right now, right? Going into week eight, yeah. All right, week eight. Let's take a look. Um, I'm actually, I think Otto and Die are really evenly matched up. They're both really consistent. I'm curious about that one immediately. Mm, uh, yeah, I'm curious about that one. I think the big one, though, for me is Slacking versus Vepsis. Yeah, Slacking versus Vepsis right there. Yeah, week that's, eight. Yeah. That's going to be a really big seeding deciding game as well. So yeah. it'll be curious to see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. I'd be very, very curious. I think <laughs> I think Slacking would probably do what he did against you. He'd blow the load of what he probably wanted to keep, keep for playoffs to try and get the better seed. Yeah, whereas I and then maybe avoid some of the stronger players early on in the playoffs. Exactly, whereas Vepsis, like, Vepsis will come up with multiple ways to be able to beat a team easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't think it doesn't really matter to him if he blows his load early or not. He's just going to be like... Yeah. His differential is way too high to the point where if he gets one more win right now, I'm pretty sure he's in it no oh, matter I what. Think, I think, yeah, he's a, uh, he's a lock in my eyes. He's an absolute lock. Um, yeah. There's not else for me that kind of stands out. You, yeah. you versus Ultra, but after you saying you, what's called yeah, you, I, I wouldn't really keep an eye out for that. I'm not really gonna go all out. Yeah, here you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, hey, Ultra, if you lose to my B prep, you already know what's gonna happen in the playoff. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> love it. Love it. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay, we'll wrap up the UPL discussion on that note. <laughs> We're yeah. not going to find a better punchline than that. Brilliant. That was a fun time. <laughs> fun time. Yeah, finally, okay. the, the last league. I'm sure you all know what it is, but yeah. yeah we're going to dive into the WBE a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I have took a break from watching, so I'm a little bit out of date. Um, yeah, how long ago have you uh, been... Checking them out. I mean, first of all, do you want to talk about the new coaches first? I feel I like that's a good yeah, place oh, yeah. to start. Let, let's talk about the new coaches first, I think, because I, I've, I've, I've actually have an opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm really happy my guy Uzi was able to get in for sure. Uh, who was able to get in? Uh, the Uzi Gunner. The he's a, yeah. he's a UBL rep, right? He was UBL season two finals, UBL season, season one champion, right? Yeah, yeah. So Uzi Gunner got in, and he was he was doing the trainer cards for the WBE as well. Yeah, and then I think on, he also ran a couple interviews, if I remember correctly. I think don't he, quote me on that. He, he might he might have. I, I he might have. I'm a good. I'm like I'm relatively good friends with Uzi online as well, so I'm, I'm yeah, happy same. for him. Uh, and automatic got in as yeah. well. Both so, UBL reps, we're out here. Yeah, guys, look, listen, you know, we're UBL, seriously, seriously, guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you, if, if you make UBL, then you're on to bigger and better things eventually. Yeah, I think this just shows don't take those analyst positions for granted. They can get you to places. They can. No, I, I definitely would. I definitely uh, agree with that. I think they definitely can. I don't think Uzi gets into WB if he's not an analyst. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they were both affiliated, right? I'm pretty sure Otto is doing all the back-end stuff with the Draft League uh, website, so... Yeah, yeah, but, the like, the strong side... Like, Otto has, like, the stronger case than Uzi. Like, I like if I am a neutral looking at, I can see why some people would be a little bit salty about Uzi, uh, because Uzi hasn't uploaded a battle in... Ages. Months, yeah, like five months. I, yeah. Think, I think we're probably talking season two UBL. That's how long ago that he has... Uh, since he's uploaded so i can uh like on his own channel he's done ub the wbe stuff but on his own yeah. channel he hasn't uploaded in ages now he's done other stuff for like um wolfie and whatever but um i could see why a lot of other drafty players would be salty because they'd be like this guy hasn't battled he hasn't uploaded there's no proof of him actually being able to do it lately like what has he done recently and i could totally get why some people would be salty but i, I am delighted for him 
Whereas Auto for me is the more yeah. robust candidate. And I'm actually delighted for him because probably no one has done as much for the community, not at like the highest level, but on that level below for like for draft leagues because he's got the, the website that he's built himself, runs himself, the whole lot he does he built out from scratch and has been like, you know, a revelation for draft leagues since he's run, runs his own leagues, um, manages them and mins them the whole lot. Um yeah, so, no shit to Hera, but Otto's pretty much doing all the UBL work at this point. So Otto's really doing the, all the all the work, UBL work for like the ever since like Midway season two, like so. Yeah, that's like this is you know it's just facts. But um, the fact that Otto got in, I was delighted for him because for me that was finally somebody that you know not everybody really knew, never really got like the big chance. He got into UBL, like UBL is relatively big, but never really got the. The chance at the the highest level and probably someone that deserved it more than a lot and not enough more than other players have that got a shot and finally for auto to get in i was like you know i was delighted for him because it showed that eventually you will get your chance so it does pay off yeah. it does pay off despite how how long the road might be sometimes i was delighted to see him get in mm-hmm my favorite. I, I really love the whole 28 coach format. It gives so many people new opportunities to really make a name from this ones here. Do you like it from a spectator's point of view now or from a or from a player's point of view? Mm, that's interesting. I mean, I would say spectator. Like, I'm, I'm more so a WBE fan. I did try to get into the league, but I didn't really expect to get in just due to the... You know, they had so many big names in there already. I wasn't really mm-hmm. banking on it. I had UBL going on at the same time anyway, but... From a spectator's point of view, I'm just really excited to see people who may have been a little bit, you know, under the radar get actually their chance to improve their name and hopefully make a statement here. I think I was I I kind of like that um, like from a spectator point of view. I agree. I'm with you. Just to be able to see like the lesser known names finally get to rub shoulders with the bigger names. Mm-hmm. And um, if I'm being honest, like I I'm rooting for these smaller guys, like 100. Um, percent like I'm. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I'm hoping to see Uzi make that comeback. 0 and five to eight and five. That would be so clean. I, I, he, he has the skill to do it though. Like that's not mm-hmm. beyond him. I've seen him clean up before. I battled him. He's, he's, to, he's a top level batter. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him clean up against uh, these other guys. Um, because he's able to do all that by himself. He does not. He like whereas these other bigger names, they have three man front offices. And mm-hmm. they struggle to, like to kind of piece together everything for them. So I was I wouldn't be shocked to see Uzi just kind of yeah. arrive and just clean, no doubt. Yeah, about it, you know, I don't know who Uzi's building with right now, but I know like five months ago when he was in the UBL playoffs, he was building with my good friend uh, Zazo Iron Flash Gaming, and that means a legend at draft format. So if he can hit that guy up again, I wouldn't oh, be surprised if he I, doesn't lose a single game from here. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised either. He's He's next level. He can be next level sometimes when he's on his peak yeah. form. He's really, really yeah. Difficult. He's so, insane. Yeah, he is insane. And the, from his skill perspective, and the fact that he's been doing the UB, uh, the analysis roles, I kind of understand. Yeah. Totally understand why he got in. I'm del- and delighted to see him finally back in action because I think you know he's he's an he's an entertaining guy as well when he does his um shtick on YT. Mm-hmm. I think um for what like going back to the original point like i'm definitely rooting for the smaller guys uh in this because like there's some of the bigger guys that have kind of just walked into the wb and haven't done really anything for a while in like regards to battling and um this is quite like i don't i'm not going to say it's the sour grapes for me because uh like 
I'm big fan. I'm, I'm fans of some of them. Like for me, like I, I always love John um, and and the Pedipers. Like they, like I was always a fan of theirs. I was glad to see them back. But at the same time, the cyn- the cynic in me was like, you walked in here, like you, like yeah, you haven't sure. done a tap on battling in months. In months, you walked in here, you know, solely based on your previous rep. You haven't done anything recently. You haven't done any battling recently. You've, like, for me, the big thing, like, I'm a big critic on um, the reason why battling isn't popular anymore is because people don't battle. Uh, streamers don't battle because, oh, everyone, like, everyone watches Shiny Hunting. The reason why everyone mm-hmm. watches Shiny Hunting is because nobody streams battling anymore. People stream battling more often. You'd get more people battling like i i know guys who stream battling they have over they have like over two thousand three thousand followers on twitch and they're growing and they're and they've got massive growth but because they're doing it regularly so for me i'm like you know you like like for like to john for example you've abandoned like the battling side of pokemon and have kind of left our youtube community totally yeah that's for sure like, a lot of it's a bit so common recently yeah, it's not even like, it's not even funny like it's void like you know and uh, like thankfully we have yourself and a few others that still upload to youtube and uh, do and do those extra bits so that we still have that content but those bigger name guys right have just totally just just pulled their audience to another like mm-hmm. you know niche and it's like totally sapped the battle inside of it and then they've just know, kind of waltzed into the wb and i'm like well you've done nothing for us lately um like when was the last time you raided somebody who was streaming Wi-Fi battling? Like, yeah, I don't, for sure. I don't recall you. Like you got to this point, but you had help. So where is your help for helping the other guy who's who used to do who used to do what you what you do, but you've just moved on? And I'm like, you've just walked back into this exact same scene, and I'm like, like I love you, John, but screw you. I want, I want <laughs> Otto to win uh, when he plays you. Um, coming this week I want Otto to win hands down and I want Uzi to make his big comeback and I want like, yeah. you know anyone else who's kind of just walk back into this scene to kind of just get their ass kicked and, and, and realise you know if you know it's a kind of it's just kind of a small measure of revenge to kind of say you, you kind of let us down here but so if you're going to walk in here expect to get your ass kicked because you know you're just yeah. you're just not on our level anymore yeah. And it's not like you can't really blame them for that, right? Like you're, no. you're going to use your rep to get what you can, right? You want to yeah. play in the WB, you get, you're not going to say no because you haven't played in a while. That wouldn't make a ton of sense. But I definitely agree with you in the sense that I really want the people who are actually putting in the effort to shine right here and make the comeback. And that would be really cool. Oh, no, definitely. That, like, and that's like, for me as a fan, that's what I want to see. I, mm-hmm. like, I, I couldn't care less about the the bigger names getting far and doing well. Like as far as I'm concerned, if the smaller guys can push on, and get playoffs, deep run the playoffs. I'm like, yeah. like delighted. That's that for me would be the ideal scenario. So anyone who's been putting in that hard labor, putting in them hours, putting in uh, all the effort, where these other guys went off and just wanted and grew their channels by showing hunting because that's where the fad was. Then more yeah. power to them. That's what I want to see. So I'm. And this is coming from two creators as well, right? Like we're—I mean, we're not the hugest people ever, but you would think that we would side with the bigger creators. But now we want to see these small no, guys. No, I want to see a smaller guy, and I, I'm retired. Yeah. I'm—I'm way more cynical now. Oh yeah, I'm the—I'm the, I'm the, I'm the old guy on the rocket chair now. I'm just—I'm just abusing people. I just, just hurt abuse of people. You're, you're now. full fan now. You—you you can root for whoever you want. I, exactly. Move old man Tupac away. Old man Irish is here to stay. Like you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, but um, before we end off this UBL discussion, I really wanted to do this with you, actually. Mm. Kid, do you want to predict the seven, top seven coaches by the end of the season from each division? That would be a fun thing to do. You know, sort of just take a look at. A- yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Let me... I mean, some of them are obvious, but... Ah, yeah, but, you know, at the same time, this would be kind of good because this would be a nice uh, yeah. place to, like, touch base uh, on... Yeah. Uh, for everyone who is watching and as, as well like ourselves to be able to kind of come up um, and uh, you don't have to do seating we just have to predict the top seven of course yeah so they have the shield and sword division talk about original right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> you want to talk about the sword first uh why not why not i'm just can you go for, can you just go first because i just have a bunch of innuendos sure. in my brain right now <laughs> all right all good. actually how about, how about we do this why don't we do we both talk about our first seed, and then we both talk about our second seed one after the other and go like that. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. All right, so um, I don't know. First seed, it's really a toss-up between uh, Dan and Joey for me, obviously. I think Wolf is definitely getting a little bit lazy. He really, I mean, he's still trying a lot, but I really think he had the uh, tougher first bit of his schedule right here. Mm-hmm. However, I really think that the Week 13 match between Dan and Joey is really going to decide it. Now, just based on matchup, I really think Dan has the upper hand right here, so... If he can get the differential lead on Joey by that time, by the time that game comes, I really mm-hmm. see Dan being the number one seed for me in that division. But what about you? Joey, hands down, not even a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say, Dan or Joey? I, uh, Joey is going to be number one seed, better baller, end of discussion. <laughs> just, that, right. that's, that's it. That's the facts. Right. It's the facts. It's the facts. Joey's the better baller. Right, Dan, Dan's, Joey's... Gr- Dan's great and all, but Joey's the better mm-hmm. baller. So. Who do you go to go with? You're gonna go with the guy with the like you go with the guy with the matchup on one week, great. But like Joey's gonna win I mean, the yes. other week. Sometimes matchup isn't enough, right? If if you're not a consistent battler, you can't throw it away. Right. I think Dan has his merits in battling ability, though. I think it used to be shady, but he's gotten more consistent now. I think yeah. Look, look, I'm I'm not kind of saying Dan's a bad battler before yeah. the, the the you know the A drive army kind of comes out and kills me. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a bad battler. He's he's very good, but Joey's elite. Yeah, Joe, Joey's insane. I mean, Yo. he's he's only at Smogon. I think he's consistent at draft, but yeah. he also doesn't play in the leagues at the highest competition level. So it's something that I've noticed. But he, oh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's really a toss-up there for me. But when he has played in leagues, he tends to win out. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I mean, he is positive against Dan now, too. So I see where you're coming from. I could see you know, Joey edging it out right yeah. there. So, yeah. The interesting thing is, though, it, it is a end season game, right? So you never know. They're going to try because playoffs are right around the corner. There's yeah. so many factors going into that. Yeah, exactly. But I definitely think... Joey, number one. Yeah. Dan, number and two. And I'm assuming, based off of that, Dan, number two, yeah. Joey would be number my number two if Dan's not down there. Yeah. So, so, number three, I, I really got to give it to Wolf at number three, even though he's not being too consistent. He, he's definitely the strongest player out of the rest, in my opinion. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I'm, go, I'm giving it on the fact that John hasn't battled in so long. I just think yeah. and also has, is just sharper. I want to check right now. Who has John actually taken down to get these wins? He's beaten all four of his wins has been against like not the not anybody like too insane, right? He still has Dan and Joey left on his schedule, I believe. So I think actually one, no, he he lost to Joey week one. Yeah, he lost to Joey week one. Very great match, like great 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 score. One yeah. zero lost against Joey down to the wire. You know, but like one zero win against Mister Talent. I would have said should have done a bit better there. Um, yeah. What's called? He lost in week three against P twos. And then his other wins then have been kind of, you know, all against lower, the lower kind of division yeah, sides. Like, I really don't think, like, Kekre and Iron Boffin are definitely two of the the less experienced coaches. I don't think there's really, like, yeah. all the top coaches are going to beat those two, is the way I see it. Yeah, so. exactly. So I just, I like, I like 
where he's at, but I just I I don't I don't see him being fourth. I see him being sixth or seventh. I, I see Mr. Talent being fourth in my eyes. That's where I, what I'm thinking right here. I I don't I I know what you mean because he's mm-hmm. he's three and three five diff. He's in a nice position, but I just find yeah. it like how is everyone, like I just don't understand like like how have teams not been able to lose uh, have have not been able to beat him? He's one of those coaches. I'm just like. If he's like, at like a more competitive league, he will not. He will struggle massively. Yeah, for sure. You know, so I'm just I I I find it. I don't know if it's like if it's a testament to the quality of the WB or if it's a testament just to this division, or it has Mr. Talent got his skill level that high as he improved just drastically since over the last few months. I don't know, but I'm just I just find it strange to think that. We're here and we're talking about him being um, a four seed in a top seven, top seven make playoffs. I just find it strange. It's mind blowing to me a little bit. Yeah, a bit strange. But uh, number four, do you want to lock it down right now? I'm gonna give it to Mister Talent. But who, who are you thinking? I give it to Mister Talent as well. Um, All right. And it's very hard to say who. Like I say, John will get fifth because I think John will just has a yeah. tougher end schedule. And at sixth and seventh, I don't know who's gonna come out with that. That's just yeah. Those are toss ups. Uh, There's so know, many three. And actually, honestly, there. right? Hot take. Otto's gonna get seventh. That's what I'm gonna say. Otto's gonna. Otto's oh, gonna, that, I can see it. Yeah. Otto's yeah. gonna make the comeback. Uh, let's make, look at his. Yeah. Schedule. Otto's gonna make the comeback. Otto's gonna. Otto will be able to beat John. I think. I think he's just just about shaded against John. He might. Maybe he might not because the occasion might get to him because he. Yeah. You know, it, it with his debut, so he might lose. Um, he lose against Wolfie, but I can see him winning out. Uh, again yeah. after that, because um, little known fact, Otto has like you know six people in his front office that are just gonna you know feed him teams and help him mock so he'll yeah. be way more prepared he's, he's than any other coach I think coming into this. So I think um, yeah. I I'm gonna say hot take, Otto's gonna get seven seed, even though he's two. I don't four. think it's a hot take at all. I I could see it very easily. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, we just say it's a hot take for the fans yeah. who are listening to. <laughs> Oh yeah, hot takes. Uh, not from our perspective, right? Uh, you know, we we think about it, but yeah. you know, from a fan who doesn't really know much about the player, I, I you may find that really weird. But yeah. I, I really think Otto is gonna show yeah. his. He's really gonna move up there. Yeah, definitely for sure. That's just the way I see it. Um, we move on to the Shield Division. Yeah, um, sure. Um, this one's tough. So many five and ones just sitting up there. I'm I, I'm just gonna say it outright straight off the bat, Leo will come number will be first overall. Really? I, I I don't know. Leo's been... I, the thing is, I don't know if you watched Leo's week one game, but I, I wouldn't say he's washed, but he's just not playing as consistently. He let his Megalopony go down immediately that game. Yeah. However, he has gotten a lot of his tougher games out of the way, I believe. Yeah. So He's got all of his tougher games out of the way, right? He's five from one, okay? Yeah. He's not playing consistently while he was playing in the GBA because he was tearing up in the playoffs, trying to make it into the finals, win the league that yeah. he was... That we just mentioned earlier, that he... Had always wanted to win, and he just he just fell short at the last hurdle. I think for Leo, it's going to go one or two ways. He's either just going to lose, he's going to lose the motivation because he's just devastated from the loss. Yeah. Or he's, he's just going to fall to like sixth or seventh by the yeah. end of the season. Yeah. Or he's just going to say screw this and just. I lost know, GBA. I'm going all out over here. I'm going all out. Forget about <laughs> forget about anything else. And I know I was got I. I heard rumors of him uh, potentially going to Hive and then he stopped and then he withdrew from the Hive. So the fact yeah. that he's kind of... Oh, really? I actually did not hear about that at all. Yeah. That's pretty intriguing. Yeah, so I think the fact that he's trimmed down on stuff 
as well. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just like, but yeah, bit inside knowledge there, guys. Um, the fact that he's tripped down on stuff like that, I'm there thinking, number one seed. Uh, I think he'll be, I'm going to back him. I'm going to say he's going to be 100% focused here. He's going to take no prisoners. And I yeah. think yeah, the Chim or and the, Tor, the Torterra pins will be two and three. All right, I th- I'm going to give it to Gator. I really think that he's taken out two undefeated teams in back-to-back right now. He took down Leo and then... Actually, I think he took down MV first and then Leo this uh, last week right here. But I, I don't know. Gator had a really inconsistent start. He lost his first game, but he has just been on a tear. And given that he's already had to battle Leo and MV, I really don't see him losing another game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, see, I look at his team and I just... I'm not too sure about it because it's a lot of... Like, Models that do like one thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a very one-dimensional team, but yeah. it's also very Gator, right? He loves Heatran. I know for a fact he's used Keldeo in the past. So, mm. I, I, for me, I, I just look at it. I'm like, like, are you, like, it, like it, it might suit him down to the ground, but eventually, like, yeah, like as we said, he's gotten, he's gotten, you know, Leo and Envy out of the way, and he's beating them. But like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm totally excusing Leo there because it, that was just during GBA finals week. He probably just said, yeah. he just probably did it, and that was it. Um, I think for Gator, it'll really come down to his final two weeks, right? He has a pretty easy schedule up to there, but then he has Kelly and Uzi, which I don't know how much effort he's going to put into those two games. That's the issue. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know Mm -hmm. either. It'd be interesting to see. Um, But but I I can see why you would think Gator, but I wouldn't say Gator will win the league. All right, yeah. You know, because I just think it's too one-dimensional. Yeah, but I think we can we can definitely agree that it's going to be MV, Kelly, Leo, and Gator in those top four slots, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. for sure, for sure. So, so with, with that in thought, you just want to talk about the, the, the last three, just the toss-ups over there? Yeah, the last three, uh, going to be going to be a tough call here. Uh, I think I really think Cybertron is going to move up there, but what are totally your thoughts on agree. that? I totally, I think Cybertron is going to, I think Cybertron will, will move up and he will, what's got, he'll get into the six or seven seeds. Yeah. Um, Even if he barely inches in there, I think he'll do it. Yeah, I don't think Uzi will do it. Um, I'd love to see him do it, but I just think it's too much of an ask. Uh, he actually yeah. has to win out, and he's minus 16 as well. So it's going to be extremely tough. I don't see Uphill tough. battle from there. Yeah, I don't see um, tough, tough doing it. Uh, don't see Jodor doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think it's more so it's between the Umbreons, the Scizors, the Noivats. And the Cup Chews. And the Cup Chews. Yeah, I really think it's going to be the, the Scissors, the Blazikins, and the Rotoms, in my opinion. I, I think... Galactic Elliot's is going to fall off. I don't see Faint Attacks making it into that top seven by the end of this. Yeah. I really think it's going to be those other three. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I definitely think Cybertron will sneak in. Because mm-hmm. he's good. You know? Yeah, he, he's consistent. He's been getting a lot better. Yeah. You know? And uh, which guy? Uh, actually, the only thing that might uh, hold him back is Worlds. Is what? If he has to go away for Worlds and. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Because right. he's, he's casting there, right? I don't know if he, I know Wolfie's ca- casting, um, mm-hmm. and I think Wolfie's safe enough in the other division, so I don't I don't think it's yeah. going to bother him. But I don't know if Cybertron is casting or if he's competing. I can't remember. But um, I think if he's casting, I, I actually I, I don't think it matters. Actually, I take that back. I don't think it matters. I think if he goes if he's away for Worlds, he's he, like he's going to be in the position where he's going to be in must wins, must win games, yeah. and if he's got he's away at Worlds. Like he, that's not he's not going to be one hundred percent focused on winning, and it's going to it's going to affect him. I didn't think about it like that, yeah. but I don't know. Do you know when Worlds is? Like around what time? Excuse me. Um, this is like mid to late August, right? It's normally like that. Um, it is August sixteenth to eighteenth, so it's 
it will like they will still be battling. They will still be knocking around. He's going to be oh, away for the wow. the whole week. It's looking gonna... at his schedule around that time, he has Uzi, Leo, and Gator right there. Which, to be fair, I think those are actually the three lots, the three matches he would be most likely to lose anyway. So the but timing kind of works but, out. But like it works out, but he has to win one, right? If yeah. he loses three, if he loses three, he, even if he beats the other four, I, it might not happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even then, like let's just say Uzi went on a bit of a run and he managed to get to four and five. Mm-hmm. And he was up against, you know, Cybertron that weekend. If it's just a line like that, yeah, you know, all of a sudden, like that—that's a huge match because Uzi wins, he goes up one, he loses, goes down one. That's a huge swing. So I, it'd be, yeah, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. Mm-hmm. So many different factors going into it, but I think with that, do you think there's anything else to discuss regarding this? Or? I don't think so. I think uh, we'll definitely be back uh, with watching a little, uh, watching a little bit more of the WWE, the UBL. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you a bit more of an update on that ne- uh, next podcast. As well, next really cool pod- to see what happens as we move into playoffs right here. It'll definitely be an interesting time in both oh, yeah. leagues. Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and say, um. What's called? You know, uh, just to, before we wrap up, guys. Uh, apologies for not get, uh, asking again for any questions. We just want to kind of keep this podcast a bit more on the QT. But if you have any questions for the next uh, episode, uh, definitely let us know on Discord or Twitter. Um, Twitter either at the Cor- at Corn Forces at Irish Emerald at OP Jellicent. Let yeah. Us know. If you're on YouTube, leave them in the comments. That yeah. works too. Exactly. And if you're watching on our other um, podcast platforms, uh, let yeah. us know all that kind of good stuff. Um, any feedback we can get from you guys. The, better because then we can improve the show yep for sure for sure couldn't have said it better yeah um anything else to add buddy no that, that, that's it for me man i hope you're i hope you enjoyed it was a really fun podcast this time yeah. love the discussions particularly i got the the ubl and wb that was fun yeah you know exactly it's like you guys provide entertainment <laughs> yeah right on that note guys we're gonna get up out of here as always thank you guys so much for watching listening but <laughs> i'm gonna see you next time <laughs> goodbye